Today's daf is Ksubas daf Yud Dalid. We are holding on the bottom of daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis, uh, the last line of the page on daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis. We're going to talk about, we're going to continue talking about these machlokas between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua when the woman claims a level of kashrus and the man, uh, or or we're not sure whether to believe her or not, whether she is Ne'emenes or not. So we're going to uh, paskin today. We're going to say that Pidiyav, we paskin like Rabbi Gamliel, Lucharchila, um, uh, we, we paskin like Rabbi Yeshua, unless it's Rav Ksherinetzla. The Gemara is going to define more clearly what Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua's criteria are for Ne'emanus. Rabbi Gamliel is very interested in whether it's a Tainas Bari or a Tainas Shema, whereas Rabbi Yeshua is looking as to how many Sveikos there are, whether there's one Safek or more than one Safek. We're going to discuss uh, largely the issue of Almanas Isa, three Shitos in Rishonim on the page, two Shitos in Rashi. One to tell us what those words even mean, Almanas Isa, but you say Ksubastaf Yudal, that's Almanas Isa. That's the daf of uh, Almanas Isa. So we'll get to what the what that even means. What the it says something to do with yichus and some suffix of yichus that gets mixed into a uh, to a family. So let us begin on the bottom of daf Yud Gimel Amud Bey. So Yud Gimel Amud Bey. Who arus va'arusaso? Yosef. There was an arus and arusaso, a man and a woman who had arisen with each other that came to Rav Yosef. He and she apparently was pregnant. He amra mine mine. She says yes. I'm pregnant, but it is from him. It is from my arus. And he says, yes, it's true. It is from me. It is my, it is my child. So I'm Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, what's there to be concerned about? First of all, uh, the guy is moda that it's from him. And even beyond that, anyway, we pass on that the Isha would be Naamanas. So, so of course we're going we're gonna to believe her that, that it comes from, that, that, the, that the child is uh, is his child. Now there is a discussion in the Rishonim over here when the man says Minai that it is from me. Is he saying that Petoras Vadai or is he saying that Petoras Efshar? Meaning it could very well be mine. He's saying because uh, because I did sleep with her, but I don't know for sure that it's mine. She may have been with other people as well. So Rashi says Ms Mimenihi Mimenihu, and the Shidum Gatz is Medayik that according to Rashi. That Rashi holds like the group of Rishonim uh, that they include Tomid Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Chanan, and the Ritva, who all hold that we're talking about a case where the Arus says that he knows Bivadai that this baby is his. How could he know Bivadai? Lo zazi yado mitachas yada miyom shabaleha. From the day that he was bubbled her, he hasn't, she hasn't left his sight for a moment. Or they were both Bebeis HaAsurin, they were stuck in the same jail cell all alone for the last three years. And now, uh, or it doesn't have to be three years, but for the last nine months, last five months, whatever, and she's three months pregnant. So you know that this baby is, uh, is from him. But if he, the Taurus only says that he was, the Aurus only says that he was Bowel her, uh, then, uh, then we wouldn't know, Bibiru, uh, that this is from him. And it could be that just like she was Mizana with him, she was Mizana with other people as well. That wouldn't necessarily be a riot to anything. So, according to Rabbi Shur, she would not be Ne'amenas, um, even though the Gemara says that when Rabbi Shur is Moda, that, that even Rabbi Shur is Moda, she's Ne'amenas, but in this case, uh, he wouldn't be Moda, uh, he's only Moda that, that, that she's Ne'amenas, that he was bow with her. But we don't know that it's Vadai Mimenu, we don't know that it's Vadai. From uh, from him, and therefore Rabbi Shur would not be moda in this case. That is the way Rashi understands. But Tosos, the Ramban, the Rashba, a large group of Rishonim understand that the Aris is not saying 
that he knows that it's Mimeni. All he's saying is that I know that I was Boel her, but he doesn't know that the Vlad is definitely his. But nevertheless, since he's Moda, that he was Boel her, and there's a Chazak that this Ubar comes from him, we're not Choshesh, that maybe she was Mizana with other people as well. Tulsus writes in in in, in Yvamos, the Choshen La Afkara that uh, when when the Aros was was bowl her many times and he was Ragilat Laharbe, so then we assume Rov Bi'ilos Acharabal and in in Choshen Lacherim and we're not Choshesh for other people because if the Aros has had this kind of relationship with her, we would assume that certainly it comes from him. But that's a major machlokus over here in the Rishonim when the man says Me Many, does he know that it's or Me Nai? Does he necessarily know? that to be the case or is he simply guessing that that's the case and uh, Nafkamina is can you uh, can you make an assumption uh, that, uh, that that if he's been bowel her can we make the assumption that the child is in fact is or do we have to assume that there were other bills from Moshe as a tshuva in Avnezachel Mem it's a the similar svara where he talks uh, it's a tshuva written to a young lady who's apparently a balas tshuva you, you don't really see her her letter to him but you get the impression that what she said to him was that she was promiscuous in her uh, in her previous life and that uh, that she wants to know if she's allowed to date a Kohen right now and she was saying that she only slept with a Jewish man and she had intentions of marrying that man uh, when she was in college or whatever it was and uh, but but she's Choshesh that maybe she's she's even Mekudashist to him already because one time she was at a party or something and there were a lot of other people around and everyone saw her and this guy go into a room together alone and everyone knew what they were going into the room for so maybe she was afraid uh, that, that that counted as uh, whatever. So, uh, so she was choshish about that so Maisha said look if you only were with a Jewish man it would not possibly you l'kuhuna. but he says I'm worried you're telling me that you were such a, a prutza that even uh, they, that at a party where everyone knew what was going on and you would you go into a room and do that you know in front of everybody so I'm choshish that maybe it wasn't just with this one guy maybe if uh, people generally who are mafkin themselves to that extent, would be mafkin themselves to anybody. Wouldn't just only be to a Jew. He says, "I'm not choshesh for kiddushin at all, but I'm choshesh about a psul kuna." Then he goes on to say, uh, "If you have if you have any questions about anything I wrote, please uh, come talk to me. This is better. This is a conversation better had in person rather than in shuva. Fascinating shuva. But it reminded me a little bit of this: that uh, the idea that it, it, just because she was boel him doesn't mean that she was only boel him. She could have been boel. Uh, she could have been novellus to other people as well. So, anyway, so the Gemara says, so according to Rabbi Yosef, we have to believe that it's his child because first of all he's moda, and second of all uh, we pass him like Rabbi Gamliel. So what's the chad of so uh, Tosos points out that the issue over here is is this girl going to be muteras to the Aras? Do we assume that she became a suratim because she slept with someone else? This is what we're saying. First of all, the guy's moda. So she's certainly not going to become a suratim. It's not coming to tell me that even if the guy weren't moda, she would be muteras anyway. Because if he was not moda that he was bowled her, then for sure she would be asuratim. El Kolomar, what it means to say is, 
Afilu kilek a taima de moda. Even if you didn't have the reason of her being moda, kigon la bayis sof parak almanami da afkar nafsha legabayaris mafkar nafsha nami legabayalma. For example, if you hold like that svara that we just mentioned, that if she was mafkar herself to this guy, she was probably mafkar herself to other people as well. And therefore, the fact that he's moda means nothing. Afilu hachien in esaros lav mishum de menes kamgamliel. Still, she would not be asuratim. But certainly, if he was not moda, if he disagreed, he said it's not. It's, it's definitely not. From me, if he was uh, if he was kofar and her tiny, he said absolutely was not from me. Then she would be asuratim. It's all it's all we're saying is that even without the reason of him being moda, uh, being being enough, even if that reason were not enough, because there uh, there there could have been other men also. Still, you have the the fact that she's not menace based on Rambam Liel. That's one day in Tosos. Then Tosos later on says a different shot. He says al kaintzark lefarish after asking a number of kashas on that day. Uh, he says al kaintzark lefarish to hachalo iri liosra. Over here, the issue is not about whether the girl is going to be mutares to her aros. The issue is whether the vlad is going to be considered kosher. Kipshuto, Vaod, Afilu Lo Yoda. Then over here we can understand the Vaod. If that's the Pshat, we can understand the Vaod on its simplest level. That even if he's not Moda, the Lav de Kamer, the Lav Minei, the Baholo Machshirim Gamliel, Kim Davi Bari Bari, because I'm a rich parakvei. We'll get to, uh, to 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 what that means. But the point is that uh, that if it's about the Vlad, then even if the guy is not Moda, he can't passle the Vlad because she's Nemenes Alibi Dirav Gamliel. So that's the uh, the in this case the woman is believed. Three lines from the top. Amle Abayu Baha Kilo Moda Maksharam Gamliel. Is it really true that if the guy were not Moda Ram Gamliel would still say Kasher? Vamle Rav Shmuel Rav Yehuda, but didn't Rav Shmuel say to didn't Shmuel say to Rav Yehuda Shinna Halach Karam Gamliel that yes we pass on the Karam Gamliel, but Vatlo Tavanuvda Adiko Rov Ksherinetzla that you shouldn't pass on the Karam Gamliel in practice unless it was a situation of Rov Ksherinetzla, the Rov of the people that were around were people that were not going to passel her Vahacha Rov Psulinetzla, and over here it's a situation. Situation of Rov Psulinetzla. So how can we say that Rabbi Gamliel would be would would be machshir over here? It's a case of Rov Psulinetzla, and Shmuel instructed us that we can't paskin like Rabbi Gamliel when it's uh, Rov Psulinetzla. So says Moral Tamech Tikshilachi Gufa. That that very statement that you're asking from doesn't seem to really stim. It doesn't really seem to fit very nicely. Halacha v'atlo tavidovda. You're saying that that looks like Rabbi Gamliel, but then you're instructing in the very next line. But don't ever do like Rabbi Gamliel. What's going on over here? That lechadchila we 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 don't pass like Rabbi Gamliel, but b'diyavid we would pass like Rabbi Gamliel. The woman already got married to a kohen and never asked the shaila, so then we would pass like Rabbi Gamliel in that type of b'diyavid situation. In our situation over here, where she's already pregnant, is considered b'diyavid, as Rashi says. V'hanami k'diyavid dami shenis abra v'atabal livsal ha'uber la'osra la'aros. And we're coming to do what? To passel the Uber, to ask the woman on the Aras. It's interesting, Rashi says both. It's two days and tells us what the issue is over here. Is it about the Uber being passel or is it about asking her to the Aras? Rashi says both. If you don't believe her at this point, we're going to have to be motzier from her husband, and it's going to it's going to passel the uber. So that's certainly something we're not interested in doing, and therefore this is considered to be the evidence, and that's why we're allowed to paskin like Rami Gamliel. Rami le Abayi le Rava. Abayi asked the following stira to Rava: Umiyam Rabbi Shua ain't an Does Rabbi Shua really say that she's not an Emenes? 
that Uruminu uh, I'll ask you a stira. Hey, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yudu ben Misera al almanas isa. Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yudu ben Misera gave an edus about an almanas isa sheksheru lekuhuna. Now, what is almanas isa? It's sometimes an almana of a guy who had some type of suffix chalolus that he was a chashash chalol. He was a suffix chalol on some level. His almana, they pass in his k'sher lakunan. And normally a chalol uh, sleeps with a woman, a chalol marries a woman, and then the chalol dies. That woman is p'sul lakuna. She became this chalol from the, from the chalol. So she's p'sul lakuna. But this suffix chalol, this almanas isa, Rabbi Shur Paskins is k'sher lakuna. What is almanas isa? Says Rashi. And the, the Rashi Dibra Maskal Almanas Isa, she ba mikach safik halal kidal kaman. Shinit ma ba safik halal means that there was safik halal mixed in. What does that mean? Kigon. Here's the case. Shazarak bal imo harishon la. Shazarak bal imo harishon la get. Safik karav la, safik karav la, umes. There was a man that was married to a woman. The man threw the wife for get, but it was Safi Karavlo, Safi Karavlo. We're not sure if it was a valid get. We're not sure if it landed closer to him or closer to her. So we don't know if this woman is divorced from this man. But don't worry, he died, so anyway, she's definitely not married to him. It's just a question before he died, was she divorced from him, or is she now an Almana? So that's the whole issue. We don't know if she's a Grusha or an Almana. So the woman is a Safi Grusha, Safi Almana. Then, Vinasa Kohen, this woman who's a Savik Grusha, Savik Almana, married a Kohen, Vaholin, Mimena Ben, and they had a child. Zeu Safik Halal. That child is a Safik Halal because his mother may have been a Grusha when, uh, when, when, when he was conceived, or his mother may have been an Almana. So he doesn't know, he's a Safik Halal. So, so that child that's a Safik Halal gets married and dies. His almana, Sheikh Shera. Rabbi Shua says it's Shera. That almana is what we call an almanas Isa. But bottom line is, apparently Rabbi Shua is willing to say that she has a cheskas kashrus, she keeps her cheskas kashrus. We don't uh, apostle anyone misafik. A safik is uh, enough to, to rely on the chazaka that she's kshera. That is one day uh, in what almanas isa means. That it's a safik chalal and she is the almana of that safik chalal. Now the Gemara later on is going to say that uh, there are two sveikos involved and we'll get to how that could possibly be. That sounds like one suffix, doesn't sound like two sveikos. But if you look in the first wide line of Rashi, Rashi has a different interpretation of what Almanas Isa is. Umidivra ben Yosef Tovela Matsasi, Almanas Isa, Isha Shayabala Svek Sveka. And Almanas Isa is a woman whose husband himself was a Svek Sveka, who's a double suffix. Kigoshin Zgarshi Imo Mibala Rishon Savikar of Law, Savikar of Law, Umes Betoch, Shlosha Chadashin. Here's what happened. The, the, a man threw his wife a get. We don't know if it was a valid get or not, if it was Kar of Law or Kar of Law. And then he dies, but he dies, and, and then within three months, Venises the Kohen. And within three months of that, the, uh, she marries a Kohen. So within three months of him throwing the get and dying, the, uh, she, she gets remarried to a Kohen. Tok Shlosha Chadashim. The Yolda Azet. And then the 
she has a baby. And we don't know whose baby it is. Is this the baby of the first husband? If it's a baby of the first husband, it's for sure kasher. Because it doesn't... Even if she was divorced, she became pregnant before the divorce. And even if it was after the get, but the, 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 the first husband was a Yisrael, it wasn't a Kohen. And therefore the first child, that if the child is from the first husband, he's for sure okay. But we don't know that the child is from the first husband. The child may have been from the second husband. And is therefore the child of a Kohen. And if he's from the second husband, he might be a Chalal. Because the woman, the mother, may have been a Grusha. The get was Savikarvla, Savikarvla. Vahareu Savikhalal. Hare Svek Sveka. That's why it's a Svek Sveka. Sheme Eno Benoshal Kohen. Maybe he's not the child of a Kohen at all, so he's not a Chalal. Vimtim Slumber Benohu. And even if he is the child of a Kohen, Shemeloisi Ima Grusha, El Almana. Maybe his mother was not a Grusha. Maybe his mother was really an Almana. And that's why we call it Isa. That Isa is Harbe Svekos. Isa means like a dough that has a lot of ingredients all mixed together. So in this child, you have lots of Svekos. It's a Svek Sveka. That's what we call Almanas Isa. That is the Shita of Rabbeinu Yosef Tovelim. And then Tulsa says a third Shita. Tulsa says, I dislike both of the Perushim of Rashi. Perush Bekuntra Shnei Perushim Rushneim Duchukim. Ta'amrinu Lekaman Ezu Almanas Isa Kol Shenit Babas Safek Chalal. Umatimua Shaykh Mashanisis Safek Chalal. Tulsa says that my problem with both Marashi is that the Gemara is going to define Almanas Isa as someone who has mixed into his lineage a Safek Chalal. Over here, nothing's mixed in of Safek Chalal. She married a Safek Chalal. The guy himself is a Safek Chalal. There's no mixing in of a Safek Chalal according to Rashi's interpretations. And you wouldn't call something an Isa if it was just one person. We use the term Isa with regard to Yichus at the end of Masechus Kiddushin when it describes Yichus of an entire country. When we describe the, the relative level of Yichus of an entire area, of an entire region, that's where we use Yichus, where we use Isa. We wouldn't use Isa to describe a single individual having questionable Yichus. Because of multiple Sveikos of Chalalin, not of a Chalal. That wouldn't make sense according to either Pshad and Rashi, because it's only one guy that's a Safek Chalal, or a Svek Sveik Chalal, but it's still just that one guy. So what is Pshad says Tosos? It's a family where they, there is several Sveke uh, Chalalim that somehow were mixed into that family, were married into that family. And that's why it's considered Svek Sveke. The is a suffix whether he is the problem, whether he is one of the Sveke Chalalim that were married into the family. Not like Rashi says, where this Almanas Isa was definitely married to a guy who was defined as a Safek Chalal. These are people that, 
it's a family that there were Sveike Halalim married in, and we can't identify which members of the family are the Sveike Halalim. That's Alman Asisa, the Alman of such a guy from such a family, where he himself is a Svek Sveika. So that's, those are the three interpretations, three primary interpretations of Rishonim that you find here of the definition of, uh, of Alman Asisa. It's, it sounds more confusing than, uh, than it really is. I remember when I was in Karen Biavna, we were learning Ksubis my first year, and uh, one of my parents' friends took me out on Sukkot, and he said, what are you learning? I said, Ksubis. He said, where are you holding? I said, Adaf uh, Oh, so you know Alman Asisa really well. Maybe you could explain it to me. I was very intimidated because I didn't feel like I knew it so well, but it's not, not, that, not that, uh, that challenging. So I was impressed that he knew that Ksubis Yudal is Alman Asisa. So, okay, so Amrlai, Hachi Hashta. So the uh, the Gemara says, no, you can't compare the, t- the two cases. Rabbi Yeshua, Enochinami, Rabbi Yeshua says that Enochinamenes, uh, and Rabbi Yeshua, by Almanus Isa, is still going to say Kshera, because Hasam Isha Nises, Bodekas Vinises. By Almanus Isa, we can assume she's Kshera because she married the guy. So we assume that if she married the guy, she must have done some level of research. Hacha Isha Mezana, Bodekas Mezana. But Rabbi Yeshua's case is if a woman was a Mezana, we assume that a woman doesn't do a major uh, Yichus check before she's Mezana. So that's why Rabbi Shua is not gonna is gonna say ain't an amenis. Amar Rava, the Rabbi Shua, the Rabbi Shua Kasha, the Gemliel, Gemliel, Lo Kasha. Well, you don't think it's a steer on Gemliel as well? Vakatani Seifa, the Seifa says. I understand you want to say this edus that an almanas isus kasher avalman asa shari gazer rabbi yochlem and zakai shalol lahoshiv bezin al kach shakanim shom lachem l'rachik avlol l'karev. But what are we supposed to do? We already have a takana for rabbi yochlem ben zakai not to set up a bezin to be matir an almanas isa because the kohanim aren't going to listen to us anyway. So Ramgam Liel, who normally says that a woman is not manas, is machmir by almanas isa. So says Mar Alamaravah the Ramgam Liel. It's not a Syrian Ram Gamliel either. Hasam Bari Hachashema. There's a difference between a Tainas Bari and a Tainas Shema. When she says Lakashar uh, Nevalti, she's saying the Tainas Bari Lakashar Nevalti. But over here by Almanas Isa, just like we're not sure what the story is of whether he's a, whether he's a Chalol, not a Chalol, so no one knows. So she's also only a Tainas Shema, and that's why we're not going to rely on, on her. You can't say Nemenes because she, she doesn't know herself. What do you mean, a menace? According to Rabbi so Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, Nami Lokash. So it's not a student Rabbi Shua either. Hasam Chad Sveika. In the Mishnah, it's only one Safek. Hacha Tre But over here by Almanasisa, Almanasisa is a situation of two Svekos. So now, according to Tosos, we understand very well it's two Svekos. Every there was Safek Halal married into the family. The guy that she's with is a Safek. Whether he is that Safek Halal, I understand very well two Svekos. According to Rabbi Yosef Tovelim, also he set up a pretty nice Svek Sveika. It was a Safek Karavla, Karavla, and he, the, the guy didn't know whose child he was, whether he was a child from the first husband or from the second husband. What about the first day in Rashi? That it's uh, that it's just simply a suffix uh, chalal that the guy she married is a suffix chalal. How's that called tresviki? So says Rashi. Imo shall suffix chalal zeh, shall suffix chalal ba no lana suffix vihi atzmo lonesra elami suffix. The woman, the mother of this suffix chalal is where the suffix began, and uh, and she's only asumi suffix vizusha ba machlas bna kari la 
and this uh, this woman now was married to the child of the original woman who had the suffix, and that's why we call it a sfek sveka. Meaning, what Rashi is saying is in a chanami, it's really only one suffix, but since it affected two generations, and this the almanas isa is not where the suffix began, the Gemara uses the terminology of sfek sveka to describe it. But there is no second suffix. It was a suffix of law, suffix of law. That was it. That was the only suffix. So that created a suffix about the mother-in-law, whether she was an almana or a grusha. That suffix then carries over to the child, whether he is a chalal, and that therefore carries over to his almana, whether she is in schalalakuna. But really, it's only it's only going to be one uh, one suffix. But according to Tosos and the other Rishonim, you understand that it's a sfek sveka. Now, according to Tosos, what's the sfek sveka? That it's a suffix whether the, there's a guy that's suffix chalal, and then it's a suffix whether this is the suffix chalal that was married into the family. The Rashbin the Tshuva has a very strong kasha. There is a discussion in the Rishonim when you have a suffix echad beguf. The suffix echad b'tayroves, whether that's considered a sfek sveka. What does that mean? Suffix echad b'guf, suffix echad b'tayroves. You have an item that itself is a suffix. In itself, it doesn't. It's not mixed with anything else. In itself, is a suffix. You don't know its status. And then you have a second suffix that's created by that item being mixed with other things. So the the second suffix is not really an inherent suffix. It's it's an identifying suffix. You can't identify which one is the item. So there is machlokes rishonim where the suffix echad beguf, suffix echad b'tarovas counts as a sfek sveka because before the leidas has suffix of the taroves, before it was ever mixed in, it's already huchra lechumra. The suffix in the guf is already a, only a single suffix. Suffix daraisa lechumra. So 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 the the Rashba asks. And the Shita Satos over here, why are we calling this a Svek Sveka? The first Suffolk is uh, in the Guf HaChalal, whether he's a Chalal or not. The, suffix, the second Suffolk, according to Tosos, is that he's mixed in with this whole family and we can't identify who the Suffolk Chalal is. That's a Suffolk Petaroves. So this is a Suffolk Achel Beguf, Suffolk Achel Petaroves. Why do we call this a Svek Sveka? So the Rashba says, that's why I think, I'll not like those Rishonim, and I think a Suffolk Achel Beguf, Suffolk Achel Petaroves does count as a Svek Sveka. But how do we justify those Rishonim? Rishonim that say not that way. How are we going to defend those Rishonim that say not that way? So Pnei Yeshua says that uh, that in our sugi it's different because there's also a lot of other factors going working in the other direction. You have the woman's cheskas heter. You have a rov laheter because rov of the mishpacha that the, it's not just a suffix, It's rov of the mishpacha that the guy was mixed into are really kshirim. So you have all these other factors working in the other direction. That's why we're willing to rely on such a sveka, even though normally such a sveka would not be enough. In the place he says different. He says the reason that suffix beguf, suffix mitarovus doesn't work is because the first suffix is already hukra lechumra because suffix midaraisa lechumra. But he says, in a situation where, where you would say Savik Daraisa Lakula, then you wouldn't say that there's a problem of Savik Echel Begov, Savik Echel Bedaroves. Savik Mamzer Minatora is Lakula. So he says, if a Savik Mamzer Minatora is Lakula, a Savik Chalal Vadai would also be Minatora Lakula, and it's got to be only a Drabana that we're Machmir. And Mela, you don't have uh, the, the, the whole Svara to, to weaken the Savik Echel Begov, Savik Echel Begov, Savik Echel Bedaroves. And it would still count as a Svek Sveka. Base Meir suggests, based on the Shach, the Shach writes in Yardes Simon Kofiud, where he discusses all the issues of Svekos, he says like this, let's say you have a Tarnagolas that's a Suffolk Trefa that gets mixed together with the Tarnagolas um, that's, uh, that's, that's kosher. And uh, you find a Beitza Beinehem. You find an egg that you don't know which, which, tarnagol, which Tarnagolas laid the egg. So you would say that that's 
mutter mishum sfek sveka, because maybe the beitz is from the kshera, and even if it's from the trefa, it's only a suffix trefa to begin with. So, uh, so he says, the, I, what about Savik Achad, the Gov Savik Achad Darovas? He says, apparently, when you go to the Beitza, you look at the Beitza as, as is, and you don't, uh, you don't view it as Savik Achad, the Gov Savik Achad Darovas. So he says, they have the same exact thing over here. The Almana and the Bas are exactly like the Beitza. The Almana, we don't know if it's Nivala Mikashur or Misafik Halal, and this, bo- both Sveikos, as far as the Almana is concerned, are Nolad Bas Achas, just like the egg. When the egg was, li- there was no Suffolk about the egg before there was an egg, meaning there was Sveikos. About the about one of the chickens, but there was no suffix about the egg. So the leda of both sveikos was simultaneous when the egg was laid. So the same over here. This uh, this almana when she slept with this guy when she became the when she she married her husband. That's when both sveikos happened simultaneously for her. So that's how the achronim suggest. There are other suggestions in the achronim as well. Those are some of the suggestions in the achronim how to deal with the definition of svek sveka in this uh, in this context in this context. But anyway, so the Gemara says, so according to Rabbi Shua, it's not a stira. Our Mishnah is talking about where there's one suffix, and that's why Rabbi Shua says not to believe her. But Almanasi says where there are two suffixes, that's why she's going to be kosher. So Hilkach, it turns out, therefore, Ram Gamliel is so fixated on the issue of whether it's a tainas bari or not, that, that if she has a tainas bari, even in a case like the Mishnah, where, she only, where there's only one suffix, Ram Gamliel is going to say that's good enough, it's going to be kosher. But if all she's got is a tiny shema, like in the case of Almanas Isa, Dafil Besvek Sveka Nami Pasal. Rabbi Gamliel is going to say, even with the Svek Sveka, it's not going to be good enough, it's going to be Pasal. And whereas Rabbi Yeshua is not interested in Bari Veshema, Rabbi Yeshua, Alum Lechad Sveka, Rabbi Yeshua is so concerned that it be one Suffolk, Dafil Bari Nami Pasal, even if she has a tiny Bari. But if it's only one Suffolk, she's going to be Pasal. Whereas Vekayel Svek Sveka, Dafil Beshema Nami Machshir. Because Rabbi Shua thinks that Svexveka is enough to be makel on, that even with the Tainas Shema, we can be makel by a situation of Svexveka. Tan Rabbanan, Ezuhi Almanas Isa. What is the definition? What is an Almanas Isa? So says the Brisa, Kol She'ein Ba, Lomishum Amzerus, Velomishum Nesinus, Velomishum Avdei Melachim. The issue that she faced when she married her first husband was not an issue of Mamzerus, it was not an issue of Nesinus, it was not an issue any of these types of Yichus issues of, of an Eved. It's interesting, it doesn't just say Eved, it says Avdei Melachim. So Rashi points out in the bottom three lines, Mishum Avdei Melachim, Avdei Melachim, Mishum Avdei Shlomo, Shayra Shirmu Balezrov, Nasma Benos Yisrael. Apparently the Avdei Shlomo were prestigious enough people that the Jewish girls wanted to marry them. So they would, uh, they would marry Benos Yisrael. So apparently that was not an uncommon situation. So even though it could have been any of it as far as our Gemara is concerned, we give the example of Avdei Melachim because that's the most likely scenario where an Eved is going to actually end up with the Bas Yisrael. But that is not Almanasi. So those types of Yichus problems are not situations of, uh, of, of, of Almanasi Isa where Rabbi Yeshua is made that we're machshir. Amr Rabbi Meir Shamati that if you don't have one of these psulim, then we're masiyin lakuna. Then we uh, we allow her to marry a kohen. Rabbi Shimon Elazar, Rabbi Shimon Meir, Rabbi Chena, Rabbi Shimon Menasya, Omer Kedvarav, Ezui Almanasisa, Kol Shenitma Ba Savechalal. What is an Almanasisa? Any time there is Savechalal mixed in with them, we saw Tosos uh, uh, emphasize that word. Kol Shenitma Ba Savechalal. There has to be Savechalal mixed in, not just that the guy himself is a Savechalal. Makirin Yisrael Mamzerim Shabinayim, Vein Makirin Chalal Shabinayim. 
B'nai Yisrael recognized the Mamzerim in our midst, but not necessarily the Chalalim. People don't know as much about the Chalalim. So Amr, so Amr Mar, we said previously, Ezri Almanas Isa, the Bryce had said, what is an Almanas Isa? Kol Sheinba, Lo Mishum Mamzerus, Lo Mishum Nesinus, Lo Mishum Avdei Melachim. Someone who is not an issue of Mamzerus, not an issue of Nesinus, not an issue of Avdei Melachim. It's interesting, it doesn't mention any of the other uh, Psula Yichus. Tulsus points out, it could have said Amoni, could have said Moavi, could have said uh, Mitzri, Adomi. So Tulsus says, that the re- you have to say the reason it left those things out was because they're not absolute. And Amoni Moavi is only a psul in the Zacharim, it's not a psul in the Kevos. That's why Amoni Vla Moavis, Moavi Vla Moavis, Mitzri and Adomi, it's not absolute, it's only in, until Dar Shlishi. So there is a time that it becomes that the Yichus problem goes away. So we're Dafka mentioning those Yichus issues that are more, that are more certain, that are, more, uh, that are lasting, and that apply to all members of, uh, you know, of, of that label. So it says Kasher, but the implication of that line is, that if it were a chalal, that would be an almanasisa, that would be kasher. Well, Why should it be any different, though? The, all these other examples are, uh, are, are, the, 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 are issues to araisa, meaning if it's a vaday mamzer, if it's a vaday eved, if it's a, all those apostle menator, if they have beer with the woman, they would apostle lakuna. So chalal also, if you have someone who's a chalal vaday, he would apostle lakuna. So why, just because it's a case of a suffix, by the other cases, by the case of the Mamzer and the Evan, no? we're gonna we're gonna say that uh, that that even misafik it's asr. Whereas the chala, all of a sudden misafik, it's gonna be kasher. They're both on the same level. Why should they be any different? Says more of the su amar meir shamati kol shein ba'echad mikaldelu masil nakuna hainu tanakama. And then it goes on to say that meir says that anyone who doesn't have one of these problems were masil nakuna. If it's someone who doesn't have one of these problems, only misafik chala that was married to a woman. Don't worry, that woman when she becomes an alman is gonna be allowed to marry a kohen. That's exactly what Tanakama said. What's he adding that Tanakama didn't already say? Visu, Rabbi Shimon Elazarom, Rabbi Shimon Meir, Vechena Rabbi Shimon Menasya, Omar Kedvarav, Ezui Almanasisa, Kol Shenitma Safi Chalal. And then it went on to say that uh, several Tanaim say that in the definition of an Almanasisa is where there's a Safi Chalal mixed in, and we make this comment, Makirin Yisom Mamzerim Shabinayan, Vein Makirin Chalal Shabinayan, that we recognize the Mamzerim in our midst, but not the Chalal in our midst. Mamad Reisha, Chalal Kasher, what the Reisha already said. That a chalal is uh, is is kosher. If you look at Rashi, uh, the, uh, the Rabbi Shimon Elazar, Seifa de Milse, Arisha de Milse Parach. That it seems like a stira between the Seifa and the Arisha, the Ketani Seifa. Ein makirin chalal shabinehem, mashma efsha shay chalal avloy makirin bo. Alma isle de pasil. Sounds like it could be that he's a chalal, but we don't know about it, and therefore we're going to have to pasil because it could be that he's a chalal. Arisha Amar Ezuel Manasis of a hichshir kolshenitim basavei chalal. But the Arisha said. That 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 any time there's a savichal mixed in, it's automatically kosher. That's the situation of Almanasis where we say it's where we say it's going to be kosher. So all these kashas on this brisa. The difference between them, the difference between the two cases, is uh, the, between the, the two opinions, is if you have a mamzer, you call the guy a mamzer and he screams, no, I'm not, I'm not a mamzer. But then you call him a chalal and he doesn't say anything. So that's going to be the case of the machlokas. If you call him a mamzer and he screams and you call him a chalal and he's shosek, that's the machlokas from Meir and Tanakama. And, uh, <coughs> and, and the... Uh, there are different uh, understandings, and we show them over here <coughs> about what this even means. Mamzer Tzavah Chalashosek Rashi understands 
Rabbi Yochanan is saying that there are two issues over here, two separate issues. Number one is that an uh, almanas isa that you find out about a person that is a safik halal and uh, we're, we're being done on his almana, and uh, that's where Rabbi Shua is machshir Ramgamil apostles. And that, if you tell him and he's shosek, uh, that, uh, that, that, that everyone would agree that he doesn't become pasal bishti kaso, meaning according to Rabbi Shua, he's kasher, even if he's shosek when you say, hey, you're a chalal. The second issue is, uh, is stam, a random guy, minashuk, that there's no reason to have any svekos about him. <coughs> the only reason we have any doubts about him, that he might be pasal, is because we call him a chalal and he doesn't say anything. So we're trying to figure out, is his shtika when we call him a mamzer, a hochacha, or shtika when we call him a chalal, a hochacha? So, uh, so Rashi just adds that, that certainly if it's a stam person, when you call him a chalal and he's shosek, it's not a reyasa to make him possible. But over here we're talking about uh, a guy who when you called him something else, he objected. You called him a mamzer and he started screaming at you. Now you call him a chalal, he's not screaming at you, so that's an indication that maybe there is an issue of chalals there. So when we say mamzer Tzavach, v'chalol shosek, it's talking about the same guy. Otherwise, if it was a random guy off the street that you call a chalol and he doesn't say he ignores you, he's just ignoring you. It doesn't mean that there's a, that there's a real problem there. But if you see that he's not ignoring you because you called him a mom's or he yells and you call him a chalol, he doesn't yell. So it's the same person. That's where there's an issue of uh, the chalols. Tosos and most of the other Rishonim understand that we're talking about two separate people. It's not the same guy. And the issue is about the shtika and svicha of mamzerus and shtika and svicha of chalalus. Rabbi Yochanan means to say the machlokas of Shurim by Almanas Isa is in a case where there's no reusa of shtika. We have a suffix about a suffix chalal that was mixed into the mishpacha, and we don't know the din of his almana. That's where Rabbi Yochanan says kasher mungliel says pasul. And the, the, the Tanaim argue about a separate din also in a case where there is a reusa on the chalal, meaning what's the reusa? That uh, someone was called the chalal in the family and didn't say anything. So according to Tanakama, anytime there's a reusa of shtika, Rabbi Shua is going to say pasul. Even Rabbi Shua would be more than his pasul. According to the Tanakama, Ali Meir, a psul of shtika is only going to be a problem by mamzer, not by a chalal, because people just don't care when you call them a chalal. They care a lot more when you call them a uh, mamzer. According to Rabbi Shimon Lazar, Ali Meir, the psul of shtika is, uh, is, 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 there's no psul of shtika by anything but a chalal, because ain makir nisol chalalim shebineim, so the psul of shtika by a mamzer is not going to be a problem, because makir nisol mamzerim shebineim. So that's what the Gemara spells out now. Tanakama Savar, Tanakama says, kol psul de karu Puzzle. Any psul you call him, Chalal Mamzer, if he doesn't say anything, that's an indication that he has that psul. Vachikamar Tanakama. Ezu Almanasisa. Tanakama is saying like this. What is the definition of Almanasisa? Kal Shein Ba, Loshtuk Mamzerus, Veloshtuk Nasinus, Veloshtuk Avdim Lachim, Veloshtuk Chalal. And Almanasisa is someone who is never quiet when accused of being any sort of Yichus problem. But if someone is quiet when accused of any sort of Yichus problem, that would be, uh, that would be a psul. So uh, the Almanasisa. So where he's kosher is where he was never quiet. And Rameir responds and he says, No, these are situations where he's possible bakal, but a shtukhalal is going to be kosher, meaning the other three cases where you call him a mamzer, you call him an eved, you call him a nasin, if he's quiet, yeah, then in a chinam, you're right, he's going to be possible. His silence is hoda'a. But when you call him a chalal and he's quiet, that's going to be kosher. Aye, why was he quiet? You called him a chalal? He just didn't care that you're calling him a chalal. It didn't matter so much. And 
Reb Shimon Elazar Tanakam, then Reb Shimon Elazar says to the Tanakam to Rameir, Ish mi'alach the Machsh Rameir b'Shtika lo dekaru lechal v'Shasik. If you have a tradition somewhere that Rameir says that if you're Shosik, you don't respond to an accusation, that you could still be kosher, it's not a case where someone called you a chalal and you didn't respond. El dekaru lemamzer v'Shasik. The case where someone's going to be kosher if after not responding to an accusation is when that accusation was one of mamzerus. When someone calls a mamzer, you don't feel like you need to respond because everyone knows that if they're a mamzer, people will know about the mamzerus. So uh, knowing the, the no, sometimes things are better left ignored. You fight too hard, and then more people find out about it just by fighting about it and start to be suspicious. You just ignore it and it goes away. But if you have a situation of a mamzer and he screams out that I'm not a mamzer, I mean you call him a mamzer and he says I'm not a mamzer, and then you call him a chalal and he's shosek or you call him a chalal, and he's shosek, it's going to be possible. Rashi would say, and you call him a chalal, the way Rov Rishonim would read it, it's, no, either you call a guy a mamzer and he screams out, or you call him a chalal, and he's shosek, he's going to be possible. And uh, the fact that he was shosek is uh, because he figured, it's not, it's, I'm lucky that they're not making me a mamzer, meaning uh, that I could have been worse. I'll, t- I'll take chalalus, because uh, they, could have, they could have caught me on mamzerus. So at least I'm going to be kashal Tani Chadar, Rabbi Yossi Yomer Shtuk Mamzer Kasher, Shtuk Chalal Pasel, V'Tani Yidah Shtuk Chalal Kasher, Shtuk Mamzer Pasel. Seems like a blatant steer in Rabbi Yossi. On the one hand, we have Rabbi Yossi saying that a Shtuk Mamzer is Kasher and Shtuk Chalal is Pasel, and then we have another verse that says exactly the opposite, that a Shtuk Chalal is Kasher and that a Shtuk Mamzer is Pasel. So which is it? It's a Gemara Lokasha. Hatanikama Libidra Meir, Hadrab Shimon Elazar Libidra Meir. That was exactly the Machlokas we just had in what Rameir's position is. Does Rameir think that when a person is shosek about being a halal, it means that he is a halal? Or do we assume that it means he's not a halal and he's just not makbid? He doesn't care that you're calling him a halal because it's not such a big deal to be called a halal? Or do, do we say that, or does he hold that when you call the, 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 the uh, when, when you call the person a mamzer and he's quiet, does that mean that he must be a mamzer? Or do we assume that he's relying on the fact that everybody knows mamzer kala islay, that when there's a mamzer, everyone knows that there's a mamzer and therefore he doesn't feel like it's necessary even to respond to the accusation of Mamzerus. Let's see the Mishnah, new Mishnah, Amr of Yossi. There was a story of a young girl who was going to get water from a spring of water, and Nebuch, uh, she was she was uh, she was she was raped on the way to uh, to go fill up to go, to go fill up the, uh, the the water. And uh, so, what was what's her status? We don't know who raped her. We don't know if it was someone who had passed the lacuna or not. So, Amar of Yochan Venuri. He says you follow the very simple majority. If the uh, majority of the people are nosim lakuna, then she could be tinasi lakuna. This is going to be a discussion in the Gemara in terms of how many sfekos we need, majority of the world versus majority, the local majority. It's a major question. The halacha also. My brother once had a shaila. A girl uh, wanted a girl Nebuch was, uh, was raped in Gan Saker in Eretz Yisrael a while ago, and they no, and they never caught the guy. And she wanted to know if she could date a kohen. So uh, he sent the Shaila to Rav Asher Weiss and to Rav Shecht, and he got two different answers. Rav Asher did a clear analysis of the sugya, how many sfekos you have, Ruba Dialma, Rav Shecht said, you have to speak to the police department and see what rove rapists are. If rove rapists are Arabs, so then she's Pasal If rove rapists are, uh, are Jews, so then she's probably Kasha Lakuna. I mean, Rav Shecht thought you, you have to follow statistically, meaning all 
these dinam of rov is when you don't have clear statistics. But rov is just another way of saying statistics. But Vasharai Salashitasa does not think that way at all. He says statistics have absolutely nothing to do with dinam rov. That dinam rov are, are halacha. Statistics are statistics. They're a totally different issue. That cuts to the core of their machlokas about. Uh, about the milk shayla also. Rav Shechter thinks that statistically most of the milk that we have comes from, uh, or much of the milk that we have comes from uh, cows that are trefos. Statistically, Rav Ashwai said, yeah, but we have chazaka, we have rov, we have all sorts of uh, factors that will tell you that it's not from a trefa, even though statistically it may be that it's from a trefa. So that's a question, whether statistics, whether rov is just another way of saying statistics, or whether uh, those are two separate uh, separate areas. Okay, but we'll start that sugya tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.